welcome to the Young and Seasoned Podcast, where we come together to discuss the unique insights and perspectives we have on life and relationships, from marriage to friendships and everything in between. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, and hopefully entertained. Let's get started. <laughs> I mean, so what do you think? What, like, how has your starting over been? Um, it was scary at first, like most of the time when you have to start over. Um, you always say to yourself, how did I get here? Why? I, I didn't plan for this. Nobody plans a lot of times for starting over if it's thrust upon you. But um, it usually works out. You usually are right where you're supposed to be. Mm. Yeah. I agree. I've never <laughs> been fired from a job, though. I don't no. want to put no. that out there. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been, I have been laid off though. I, okay. I got laid off from a job three days after Christmas mm. when I had spent oh, wow. $750 on Christmas when they could have just told us y'all might want to slow your roll this exactly. Christmas. They, they didn't, they didn't want to mess up my holidays. <laughs> so they messed up my new year. <laughs> I never was fired. I maybe voluntarily left. Yeah. Okay. Without knowledge. Without what? notice. Excuse me? Explain that. Roll that back. That's that Look. young. That's that young. Those are little baby jobs. They don't count. Um, so when you get fired from Burger King, that don't count. I no, guess. I quit McDonald's. Oh, okay. I'm not staying in front of the fry station. So <laughs> I was just wanting to go in the back to drive through. Did you oh. know what the job was that you were going to do when you started or when you took the job? No. I thought I was going to be up front. Or be in the bag. So obviously you have to earn those things. I did not know that. Okay. So, I'm so not how long were you there when when you realized you had to earn your spot at the drive-thru where you get to talk to everybody? Mm, maybe like two days. I only lasted two weeks. <laughs> I really just wanted to work for the gas station. I mean for my gas money. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Miss Marissa, what do you think your point of view starting over is i mean i i i you know like sharon said you know it can work out you know and it can be good i think for me um moving from ohio to north carolina was definitely a point of starting over um i feel like there were things that i considered before the move and then things that i didn't consider so mm -hmm. that like came cost up. of living exactly <laughs> <laughs> the differences in pay, you right. know, and that sort of thing. Um, but I, it was just something that I really wanted to do. Mm -hmm. My husband and I had talked about it for so long. And we always said that once he retires, that we would make the move. And so we did. But it's been an adjustment. Mm -hmm. um, definitely like the weather um, better than Ohio. I know I don't you don't miss the snow. At all. Snow, ice, um, any of that. And the bugs down here are different. Um, these gangs of flies that y'all got down here is something that I've never experienced. Um, they are very aggressive. And you got to fight for your life out here. The flies? The flies. Y'all didn't have flies in Ohio? We have flies, but not like these flies down here. Yeah. These flies don't care. So I just... Um, People, I, I've learned that the way that people do business down here uh, is different. Um, I know shit. that people um, operate at a slower pace 
down here. Yeah. Um, so coming from the north is definitely taking some adjustments, but it, it's still something that I enjoy. And okay. especially now having um, my children move mm. down and, and are closer to me, um, it make, makes it even that much better. So yeah, yeah, hmm. definitely an adjustment. Well, I would have to say my starting over would definitely be, you know, when you go to college, you have this plan how life is going to work out, and you're going to do this, and you know, you're going to pledge, and you want to do all these things, hang out with your friends, and then you go. You meet a man, and you get pregnant, unplanned, yeah. accidentally. Even though you know they say you you know what you're doing when you know, but <laughs> so that part of starting over for me was uh, was hard right. because they wouldn't allow me to stay at school. It was a Christian based school, oh. Oh. so they wouldn't allow me to stay after we tried everything. Um, you know, it wasn't really affordable at the time to like get an apartment, yeah. uh, and I couldn't get on the student housing, you know, with the apartments because I was only a freshman, so they wouldn't allow me to. And just the nurse was willing to, you know, allow me to live with her, but um, my mom wasn't really comfortable. The nurse, yes, because she just met, yeah, I had cried so much to her. Oh, okay. She, you know, she felt bad and she wanted to help me, mm -hmm. but they would not allow it. It just so, you know, and I look back and I said, man, maybe I shouldn't have told them, you know, when I did, did maybe I would have been able to, you know, last a little bit longer. I was like three weeks. So oh. it didn't matter where you lived at. It was that you could not continue to take classes there. Yeah. And I lived about two and a half hours away. So there's no way I could get back. Like they would have let me, you know, go to school there, but I couldn't live on campus there. So oh. then, well, what difference would it have made if you lived with the nurse or not? Like, how was the school involved with that? I don't know, but I think they told her no, so you know, because she had to like put that in there um, that she had a student living oh. with her. So I guess she had to oh. disclose that to them. Yeah. Okay. So it was a thing of too much of a liability yeah. if something happened. So now you're hmm. nineteen. Well, I was eighteen. No, nineteen. Not nineteen yet. Almost nineteen. Um, you have to leave school, all your dreams, and you got to go home, go back to the board, and start over. Yeah. And figure out how to start over. And then, you know, you met these friends, and then, you know, at that time, social media was becoming a lot bigger than it was when I was in high school. So, you see all your friends doing this, and you're at home, pregnant, yeah. and you can't live out the dreams or the plans that you had set for yourself. So, then, it was a thing of trying to figure out how to start over because that was that was hard and i think i went through a depression mm. you know having to leave and then my son's dad who is now my husband um <laughs> he was set that out there i'm sorry was, <laughs> it's just funny that you refer to him as your son's dad but well, okay at the time he wasn't my husband okay so he was still in school uh-huh and because so he was, was a senior too, yeah watching him yeah and we had to have like a long distance relationship when we went from being with each other every day mm. to now not seeing each other you know when he played baseball right some of the time when he can you know get some free time on his schedule so that was hard so when you say you had to start over did you then make a different plan for yourself or did you still continue on and figure out how you needed to execute your original plan well, I've already tried to execute my original plan 
when I tried to stay in school and it wouldn't let me. So it, I, I didn't know how to continue. That's why I went through the depression. Like, I, I don't know where I am now. Like, what do I do now? I can't. I don't have school. All my friends are there. Nobody else is pregnant. Right. Like, I got to come home. And then, you know, now everybody looks at you as this girl who went to school and came back pregnant. Mm. Yeah. So you got to deal with the shame from everybody else. And, you know, even though my mom made me feel comfortable, like, okay, you're not the first or the last. You know, we're just going to figure this out. Let's have the baby. It was still hard. Right. Until you were in that actual situation. It's hard to figure out how to start over. Eventually I did, but it took me time to get there because I was disappointed in myself. Yeah. So what do you think were the main things that you did to get over that and just kind of get through it and starting over? Mm-hmm. When Dondro graduated and he came, that helped me out a lot because he was there to deal with that with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that helped me. I felt a lot better. Like, you know, he wasn't there and I was here. That helped me deal with it. And then I already had, then I had my son. So adjusting to motherhood, that helped me to, you know, get past it a little bit. Like, okay, well, you know, I'm a mom now, so I got to put all my focus and energy on him. So. Okay. It's a time. Okay. I think um, my starting over came after my divorce. Uh, Just... The way the way it ended, the way um, everything went down, I went down. I ended up back at my mother's with my boys in my room, my bedroom that I grew up in, and I just remember that oh, first wow. night there, thinking, "How did I end up back here?" You know, my kids were in my brother's old room or whatever, and I'm in my room, and I'm just like, "Wow, this is crazy," but. That was hard. The humiliation, the embarrassment, the fact that it just didn't work. All of that was um, was hard. But um, it really was a period where I got to know myself. I got to spend. I took the time to spend with myself. I took mm-hmm. the time to to really enjoy my kids and. Uh, I didn't try to date. It was like uh, maybe 13 months before I had a, a wow. date. Now, after that, it went pretty fast because <laughs> I met Jeff and then, you know, 21 days later, we were engaged and then, you know, so. So how did you, how did you know, like, okay, this is okay to start over again? Um, when I didn't, let's see, when did I know it was time? Um. When I was able to clearly map out what it was I wanted. Mm. Like, I remember sitting in the park. I was at Freedom Park, and I wrote down a list of all the attributes I wanted in a man this time. And um, I was writing down the list, and I would, you know, get my little pad out and add to my list or whatever. So then I remember one day I was reading my list, and then I I looked at a couple of the things, and I was like, you can't ask for that because you're not that yourself. Mm. Mark that out. You know, you can't expect this from someone else if you haven't mastered it yourself. Now, I understand the yin and the yang where I would like him to have this because I'm not strong in this. Mm -hmm. But for me, I felt uh, wrong putting it down as a requirement. Like, don't require something of someone that you don't require of yourself. So anyway, 
at the point where I was able to objectively look at what I wanted and look at myself and see what my deficiencies were and where I was, I felt like I was better equipped to make a better decision. Because mm, I was about to ask for some tea. Did he check Not some tea? <laughs> did oh my god! Check off everything on your list. He did. He did check off because he, checked, he definitely checked it. It was not a long list. It was like the major. <laughs> see, I picked core things. Yes. The things that mattered, like honesty. Did he love the Lord? Did he? Um, did was he fun to be around? Did I make him laugh? Did he understand me? Like, so, like, was it like ten things or like twenty? Because <laughs> we all know he make you laugh, <laughs> and everybody else. <laughs> um. Let's see. It was it was pretty specific stuff though. Like I wanted him to be excited to come home every day because he was gonna be with me. He was gonna be hanging out with me. Stuff like that. Like I I wrote down feelings, what I wanted to Mm. feel, what I wanted him to feel. So it was pretty specific. It sounds like it. I wish I would have made a list that'd have saved me a lot of headaches (laughs) for some of these losers that I had in my face. (laughs) I'm just saying. Oh, so you I ain't even thought about being close. Right. <laughs> but the crazy part was when I met him, the day I met him, I had a long talk with God the day before. Like, God, you got to make this right. This ain't right. <laughs> no. <laughs> I did what I was supposed to do. I did this. I did that. You, you got to fix this. And so I met him the next day and we had a conversation but it's like I recognized him. Like I'm like I have known this man forever. We mm. talked for like 10, 15 minutes, but I felt like I'd known him Aww. all my life. So I went back to my job. I was writing my name down. She heard Perkins because <laughs> <laughs> you did not. <laughs> no, you did not. I was such a school. young thing. Yes, I did. I did a very young did thing. Did you put the hearts wow. around it too? No, I just. <laughs> The same day, the same day. I told my uh, one of my coworkers. I said, "I just met my second husband today." She was like, "Okay." Well, you were very intentional. I was intentional. Very. And then I waited for him to come, and he did not. (laughs) (laughs) And how did you feel? Um, I was like, "Lord, I know that's my husband. I don't understand why he's not calling." Right after you done wrote your name out and everything. Yes, he get with the program so i she talked to a you. friend of mine and i said that you know i was like okay so i gave this guy my number he hasn't called it seemed like we hit it off he gave me his number as well but i don't really call guys so he was like do you want to talk to him so he said call him i said yeah but i've never called a guy first he was like well i wouldn't give my number out if i didn't want her to call and i said okay so it took me from like thursday to tuesday Okay, at least call. it wasn't right away. Okay. Yeah. She wrote that name it right away. You wrote that name it took right. took me several tries. <laughs> I get to the last number, hang up, get to the last number, hang up. So finally, I dial the number. He answers the phone. I have to explain to this man who I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my so gosh. Oh, my God. I was like, I met you. Seriously? Yes. Like, he was for real? He was for, I was like, I was like, hey, this is Sharon. He's like, yeah. I said, I met you last Thursday. You know, the inspector. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you? He's, he was looking at the phone like, what? We need to get Mr. Jeff in here. 
I would love to hear that from Jeff. I know. I want to hear his version of that. So, then did you he tell him remember what I looked like? Did you tell him you had already gave yourself his last name? <laughs> no, I ain't trying to scare the man off. No, I did not do that. How you don't remember his name? We already met. But that's how I was thinking. Like, you're my husband. What did you do? What you mean you don't know who I am? Right. Did you want to hang on the phone? No, I and didn't. I just kept talking. I just rolled right with it. And we ended up staying on the phone for like 45 minutes. It was such an easy flow. That's a season thing. Because what season? The Dang, fact that we were texting. That's so season. If I was still waiting on him to text. No, we still don't text. Young, young people. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't remember who I am? Oh, I'll talk to you later. And that's why y'all be swiping. Yeah, I gotta have some type of conversation because you, you lose, me? I'm you sure lose I was context in texting and you can't really grasp, especially in the beginning. I think when you first meet someone, it's important to have an actual conversation with them. Well, that's different because I'm sure y'all weren't even in texting at that point. No. See? There was no texting. You don't even know. You could have texted him on Tuesday. No. I mean, he wouldn't know who I was, clearly. Exactly. I mean, he needed to hear my voice. Wait a minute. Okay. Here's your story with you marrying somebody already. <laughs> 21 days before. Well, what about you, Miss Marissa? Well, I guess part of starting over for me, too, was that since I've been married twice, I actually, my first marriage, I was engaged when I was in high school. So after that marriage ended, I connected, reconnected with like a young love type of situation and then that ended up being my second husband and so when we um separated that was literally the first time i had been single as an adult in my life okay so your first love in school no oh you said y'all were engaged we were engaged my first husband in high school yeah then we ended up getting married that was my first husband so y'all got engaged very young how long we are engaged um like maybe a year and a half, oh. almost two years, something oh, okay. like that. Um, so we got, but we weren't married very long. We were probably married like a year and a half, <laughs> two years. And then right after, you know, we were separated, then I reconnected with my second husband. And I had known him when I was a teenager as well. And, um, but after that, I mean, I had always been someone's wife or mother. So after my second marriage, it was just like, who am I? So how, how did you know it was okay to like when you went into your second marriage with your childhood friend? Did y'all kind of like bond based off of the you know the past? Like y'all knew each other mm-hmm. like that, Which and that's why you were so comfortable because y'all bonded off of the past. Yeah, because you know, especially when you're younger, young, and. Um, mm-hmm. You just feel like, oh, this is wonderful. This must be fate. Right. We were meant to be together. All of that. And that's not what you base a marriage on. <laughs> yeah. It's just not. So, um, it, just, it was what that. it was. But afterwards, I just found myself like I didn't even really know who I was right. outside of being a mother and a wife. And so, I went through you know the same type of process with reflection mm-hmm. and really trying to understand myself and working on myself and recognizing things that I, I knew that I needed to change um, within me. But then finding also my power and my value and things that I felt um, were good things about me and things that were valuable. I should have made a list. 
like Sharon did, <laughs> and I did not. Right. So I spent like the next seven years, you know, in dating people that did not meet any of the stuff on the list. <laughs> so how, um, in those I met seven my years, how many people did you date? You said a bunch of losers at the beginning, so that's what I'm asking. That's an exaggeration. Oh, okay. Not a bunch of losers. I mean, I, I honestly don't know. I mean, a few, um, maybe a maybe a couple different people in a year. But you knew like that those weren't your one. Yeah, because then it was just like a situation where you recognize that it, they're not people that you're necessarily going to marry, mm -hmm. but they're kind of fun to hang out with, you know, and do stuff with. So, because at that moment, you know. When you're there, you've already been with your other two, so you already know. Yeah, I had established in my mind, though, things that were requirements if mm -hmm. I was going to get married, if I was going to get right. married again. So I knew things that I wanted to see in my next husband. Because um, I wasn't, it, it, even though I had been married twice, it wasn't like, oh, I'm not ever getting married again. It wasn't that type of situation. I'm just, I consider myself a very settled person. You know, I don't mm. like to just be out there doing whatever. Yeah, so. yeah. But it just, I, I knew that it needed to be with the right person. And I just had certain things that I wanted to look for with that. Mm. So, and it was that type of situation. I was introduced to my husband and, um first conversation we had which was on the phone <laughs> so no text we talked for six hours right wait what? six hours six so, hours so what was the start time like 10 o'clock at night oh. and we got off the phone at four o'clock in the morning did y'all do the whole falling asleep thing on the phone together? No, you know, but it's it just, he had to work. I mean, I think he had to be at work at like six or something like that. So y'all talked oh, wow. the whole time. Yeah. He didn't even get no sleep. I just wanted him to at least be able to close his eyes for a second or something before he yeah. had to go to work. But when I hung up that phone, I knew. Did yeah. you write your name? I knew Marissa Stanback. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. <laughs> but I knew. It, but I literally started when I hung up the phone with him. I started going through like the contacts in my phone and deleting people out. Oh wow, mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. awesome! I absolutely did. Okay. Did you did y'all text afterwards? Like it was so nice to talk to you. I really enjoyed it. We have we texted some, but we mainly talked on the phone. And then that. And that was really only when we weren't together because then we started spending a lot of time together. Because he lived in Ohio at the time. Mm -hmm. We were both in the same city. Mm -hmm. So, so that was that like a new starting over as well? I would consider it because it was the first, honestly, you know, when you're young, getting engaged at 17, do you really know what marriage is about and what it takes, you know, to have a successful marriage and that sort of thing. No. And then, like I said, my second marriage, you know, was based on just the enjoyment of being around this person that, you know, you have good memories with and these feelings for. But were there foundational things missing that I should have known? Um, yes. But this was a marriage that I felt like was more intentional mm -hmm. and that I really thought about it before I entered into it mm -hmm. and made sure that certain things were present before we actually took that step. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And plus, when you when you had gotten engaged at 17, you had just had your sweet 16. So yeah, I didn't have that, but <laughs> you were just 16. I was just 16. 
I mean, when you're that age, you you definitely think like this is your person. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't know because you don't know anybody else to know anything different. Right. So you think like this is this is, you know, and things that are really important aren't that important to you when you're young. You don't think about certain yeah. things that you should. You you think about things on a surface level. Right. And you have to think deeper than that when you're talking about actually marrying a person. And I wish that's that is one thing that more young people would do is really think about it before everybody wanna be married, you know. But what does that really mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. I wanna yep. be married. My friends was married. See. I didn't think about 10 years later when you still got to work through your marriage because it's work every day i didn't think about any of that because yeah. when i went to college i had a whole nother boyfriend uh wait we what were, when i went to college when you first started college yes i had a boyfriend a different boyfriend we were boyfriend and girlfriend like 10th 11th 12th grade we went to same college you know this fairy tale life we gonna have this cheerleading basketball star you know right. we already had it basketball planned out and then when we got there, he saw his other girls, <laughs> clearly, and he lied to me. So Did Andre go to that school? No, he went to the school across the street. Oh. So I just happened to see Andre on Thursday night at the little college nights. Okay. And then we happened to know a mutual person because Andre was three years older than me. So the person that I was with, he went to school with her older brother. Uh. So then it was contacting the older brother and then contacting her and then, you know, me and him contacting him. But that's not who I went to school with. It's in my mind who I was going to marry or have a baby with. Okay. So it was all new. So you started over. Yeah. And then started over. (laughs) Started over the first time. Then started over the second time. And it was a lot because then, you know, me and this guy, we had the same school. It's so awkward. Like, then we got to walk past each other. Ally, we don't see each other, you know. Why? I didn't want to talk to him. I just said he had lied. Yeah. He lied and said his coach said they're not allowed to have girlfriends. <laughs> so he can talk to other people. <laughs> and then when I find me a boyfriend and he picking me up in front of the campus, he like, uh-huh. if you tell that boy do not come over to our campus again and pick you up. I'm like, you, don't, you was with the other girl the other day. You don't tell me. Like I'll no, and I was past that anyway. That young love had went out the window when I had a senior baseball player at another school. I was like, "You a freshman basketball player? <laughs> I got a senior baseball player. <laughs> we know any baseball players? Please." <laughs> His own apartment. I'm not worrying about you <laughs> no more. <laughs> so it was a two part. Yeah, start over because I I would never imagine that I would have gotten pregnant and have to start over. Yeah, I was always the one in high school that said I would never have kids, like at a young age. Oh, at a young age, not just not have kids. Yeah. Okay. So it was a a whole surprise. Like right, all my friends are like, "Oh my god!" I'm sitting here like they're like, "You're not crying?" I am in shock right now. My life is just dramatically changed. Yeah. And like the blink just of, like that. Just like that. Like, this this hard. And yeah. then it's even harder to tell them the man who you only been dating for about four months uh. that you're pregnant. And then trying to, you know, figure out how you're gonna get the response from him. <laughs> you didn't believe. He didn't, he didn't believe, believe you. No. Cause he you was played. like 
He was like, listen, um, I'm a senior, you know, baseball player working. This is just a lot. So we went right over to the hospital. And that confirmed it. Oh. Why didn't he believe you, though? Because you play too much. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Girl. Because my friend was playing with her boyfriend like oh, the week before that she was pregnant and she really wasn't pregnant. Uh huh. And then, you know, I had told him, you know, the about week before. It. Yes. And then the week after, I turned up for real pregnant. I was like, y'all put this on me. Y'all put. <laughs> we not friends no more, though. <laughs> so, what's important is just starting over twice. Yeah. Yeah. At the same college. Then you had to leave. So, well, starting over can be a process, but it definitely can be done, and it can be great. Yeah. So, I think that we all have had our different, you know, versions of starting over, and at the end of the day, it's made us stronger women. Yeah. Right. Um, to be able to take those lifelong lessons and move forward. Of course, I have a lot more to still learn. You know about marriage about life about starting over no, no matter what because i'm probably gonna have to start over again you know you never know what it is yeah. that you'll have to start over in the future right. but at least i can you know hear things from you guys and be more prepared yeah for it and prep myself because you know miss chris is a planner she is a planner. so but i think that good, a good point too that i don't think that i mentioned is that i feel like through my life i've had a very good support system yeah and i think that that's helpful whenever you're starting over and whatever it is and i'm so grateful for the people that i've had in my life who've been able to help me get through things even if it's just a conversation you know when i'm not feeling my best so support is good so find some people when you're starting over and allow them to kind of help you through it because a lot of people want to keep things to themselves and it's Mm -hmm. just a lot harder when you deal with things on your own when you have people who love you and support you and who want to be there for you so what's your intake before we come to a close i just like to say um in all things know that you know say that to yourself all things are working for my good yes and so even in the lowest time um just know that that is a period and that is not it and there's going to be a better day so you know I say that as far as people who commit suicide because they're at their lowest point or whatever, and they don't think it's it's not going to always be that way. Yeah, it's just a a period. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to our fourth, fifth, ep- fifth <laughs> episode. <laughs> Until next time. That's a wrap on this episode of the Young and the Season podcast. We hope you enjoyed our conversations, shared in our laughter, and learned something new. If you liked this episode, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and follow us on all your favorite platforms. Until next time, stay strong and stay connected.